When I was in high school and I first got my driver's license, my dad bought a new car and he gave me his 2001 Acura TL to be my car to drive to school, to football practice, to hanging out with friends. And I did that all throughout high school and even into college. And for all intents and purposes, it was my car. But it wasn't my car because it still belonged to my dad. He was still the one making the insurance payments. It still had his name on the title. But I started to think of it as my car. I can do with this what I want because I'm the one that's driving it. And so eventually, after driving it for a while, I started to get a little more complacent. I started to be a little more entitled to this car. And because of that, I didn't take good care of it. I neglected maintenance and the oil change probably longer than it should have gone. And I started driving a little bit more recklessly than I should have. Until one day, towards the end of my time in college, I got in a pretty bad car accident. I was going a little bit too fast and the roads were slick and I lost control of the wheels. Thankfully, it was just me in the car and I ran into the concrete barrier on the side so I didn't hurt anyone else in the car or with another car. But it was hard enough that it deployed the airbags and the car was totaled. Because I had forgotten who the car belonged to, I started treating the car poorly and eventually it led to ruining the car to where I could no longer use it to get from point A to point B. And something very similar can happen in our spiritual lives. Because the message of salvation is something that we can often take for granted. It's something that we can often think belongs to me. Something that I'm owed. That my faith is, gives me these certain rights when I come to church. And sometimes that can lead us to complacency, to entitlement, and to not taking care of the things that have been given to us in our spiritual life. So how do we combat this trajectory? How do we reverse this tendency of taking for granted things that have been given to us? I'd like to suggest that the structure of mass gives us a structure for our lives. Because it's when we come to Mass that we are reminded of the good things that God has done for us. In the scriptures, we hear it proclaimed the good things that the Lord has done throughout history. And it's meant to remind us of what God has done in our lives as well. And this reminder, this memory of who has done these things for us and who has given us such a great gift in our faith and in the church leads us to gratitude, to thanksgiving, to Eucharist. Because we don't just get to hear what God does for us, but we also get to experience what God does for us on this altar. Because it's at Mass that his life, death, and resurrection are made present again every single time we come to Mass. And this memory, this reminder of who God is and what he has done for us 
is supposed to lead us to gratitude. Because with that car that I was driving for so long, once my dad for the first time gave me those keys and I said, okay, great, thanks dad, I'm not sure I once said thank you to him again. I'm not sure I once said thank you for letting me drive your car. And yet when we come to Mass, every single time we come to Mass, we get an opportunity to say thank you to God. Not for just a car, but we get to say thank you for giving us your Son, Jesus. So once we take that opportunity to say thank you, we get an opportunity to receive him as well in Holy Communion. But it doesn't stop there because in order for our faith to really have an impact, for our faith to really be faith, it has to bear fruit. That's why this image of the vineyard is all over our scripture readings today. Because once the vineyard, once our faith, once the message of salvation has been entrusted to us, it's not meant for just us. It's meant to bear fruit. It's meant for others to also enjoy that grace, that message of salvation and love that God has given to each one of us. Now, what does this fruit look like? If you want a little bit more specific on what these fruits might be, go back and read our second reading today. Because when we make our prayers and petitions to God with thanksgiving, then the peace of God will be with us. And then these good things of whatever is true, whatever is good, whatever is pure, those things will be manifested in our lives and in the lives of those that we share the gospel with. So my brothers and sisters, let us take advantage of Mass today to be reminded of the good things God has done for us that leads us to thanksgiving, to lead us to that encounter with him in the Eucharist to say thank you for giving us your son Jesus. And then let us go out after this Mass. Let us bear fruit in our own lives and in the lives of others by sharing what we have received, by making those fruits also fruits in the lives of others. Because that's where the Pharisees went wrong. The message of salvation had been entrusted to them and they kept it to themselves. And that's not what Jesus has asked us to do. Amen.